0: Find out more by going to www.intelligentsquared.com forward slash partnerships.
1: Thanks for downloading this Intelligence Squared podcast. For our listeners in London, we've got a lot of events coming up this autumn. We're going to be debating everything from Ian Fleming versus John le Carré to veganism with A.A. Gill and George Monbiot. You can find out about all our events and sign up to our newsletter. At our website, intelligencequare.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Now, here's the podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening to you. We're extraordinarily lucky to be able to hear from PJ Rourke just a day after that presidential debate. Lucky that he's here at all. He's written in the past that he didn't mean to be a writer. He meant to be a race car driver, but didn't unfortunately have a race car. Which is why I ended up as a humorous writer is. I was looking back at PJ's career associated so much now with writing about politics. Um, but in the past when he started on National Lampoon magazine, he read a sort of he wrote an almost trumpesque piece called How to Drive Fast on Drugs whilst getting your wing-wang squeezed and not spill your drink.
2: It's all about research. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, which are, you know, things. If we get bored with the election, we may ask you to see if you can. Yes, recall. absolutely. You we can, can go directly something. to that. Yeah. But the, the the thing that people may not know about you, P.J., and they'll be surprised if they don't know, is that for you, a libertarian Republican, you did something rather shocking in this election campaign. You said you were going to vote Democrat.
2: And I am. I am. Because. Because. Uh, because Hillary is the second worst thing that could happen to the United States. (laughs) It's really as simple as that, you know. I said, you know, I I endorse you and all your empty pomps and all your promises. Um, She's wrong, uh, to my mind, about everything, but she is (laughs) everything, really. But she is uh, wrong within the normal parameters of wrong. it's a wrong we've experienced. It's a wrong we, we can endure. A wrong from which we can recover. And the other person, who knows? You know. Well, actually, I think after yesterday or so, or the, after the past couple of days, we do know. You know, we were talking earlier about how we we'd had peaks at at, at, at at Donald Trump's character, and now the curtain has been pulled back. You know, and now we know just what we're dealing with.
1: Yeah. Now you sensibly, unlike me, did not stay up to no, watch it. No, You watched the little extracts of the debate. Anything you saw that surprised you? Anything that made you think of changing your mind? No,
2: well, I'm no, Well, certainly nothing that made me uh, think about changing my mind. But I, I really feel I am beyond surprise at, 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 at this point with with the American political system. You know, so so I can't imagine what would have happened uh, uh, on that stage um, uh, that, that, that that could have surprised me it
1: felt almost as if uh, i felt almost as if jerry springer ought to have been hosting the show he should have been one of the moderators
2: yes and actually that would have been a good idea i mean he would have been much better i think i've actually met jerry springer and he turns out the oddest thing about jerry springer is he turns out to be this really nice guy and he's a really nice sort of sensible regular person and, you know, I sort of asked him, I said, yes, yes but, you know, you're, you're responsible for a scum-tide of things on television, you know. I didn't put it quite that bluntly, but, you know, you know <laughs> he got my drift. And he said, oh, you know, people line up to be on my show. It's, he said, it's not like I, he said, they call, they email, you know, they present themselves in person at the studio. They want to do this. And he said, I, I've, I've, he said, you know, he, he, he took on the role sort of almost of the, of the priest on the other side of the slot, you know, uh, uh, that, that he was, you know, sort of a father confessor. Well, it, so it, we could have used him last night. Yeah, I think, you know, it, I think we could have
1: used night. him last night. And it feels to me it's a bit like that. I want to take you, if I can, a little bit through the character of Trump, a little bit through the character yeah. of Hillary. And then we'll talk maybe about where, how on earth we got here, because that's the subject the book yes, that yes. you're currently writing. Let's, let's, let's begin with Trump. And these particular allegations, first of all, Trump and Bush, Billy, not George, in this case. Yeah,
2: I thought I knew that family tree pretty well, but apparently has some squirrels out on the <laughs> remote branches. It yeah. never registered with me. But Billy Bush, whoever he may be, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, whoever he may be, running for president it, next, you never know. Yeah, There's doubtless. doubtless it didn't work yeah. for Jeb. Maybe it'll work for right, for, yeah, for, yeah. for Billy. What did you What did you make of the locker room excuse?
2: No. No, absolutely not. I'm sorry. I mean, yes, men are vulgar, you know, and and, and men, when women aren't around, are more vulgar. I mean, we're vulgar enough when women are around. When you aren't around, you know how you're a little more catty when we're not around? Well... (laughs) Well, we're a lot more vulgar when you're... When you're but, but this is not the kind of thing that you say. I mean, had he been like a, a sort of eighth-grade star soccer player, you... I mean, he would have m- merely needed to be punched. You know? <laughs> but a grown man, you know, I mean, this is not the kind... Yes, we say all sorts of vulgar things, but that, that's not that kind of vulgar, Is not the conversation that, uh,
1: and back that, home do you think there are many people who say no 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 that is how people talk or is it that their hostility to Hillary is just so great well, let's so back, they will tolerate
2: anything let's back up a little bit about where Trump comes from. I mean, one of the things that, that I realized and quite late in the game, because uh, I, I've been covering politics for a long time, and I've been covering this election for what seems like forever, and I've been dead wrong about everything that was going to happen for, for 18 months running, uh, which is why I, I don't want to... Uh, I, I, why I'm not going to predict a Hillary win uh, 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 tonight for fear of jinxing it. Um, but uh, that... It took me a long time to figure out that there was something different between the people who were supporting or at any rate willing to vote for Trump or willing to consider voting for Trump, and the people who were writing about politics, and not only just the people writing about politics, but also the people involved in in political organization itself, experienced hands, all this sort of thing. And, And it wasn't a divide of intelligence. It wasn't a divide of education. The divide was We didn't watch The Apprentice, and millions and millions of Americans did watch The Apprentice. And I'm, and this is not because I, I look down on trash TV. We have a show in America called Storage Wars. Have don't know if any of you have ever seen this. Oh, yes. So, so you, 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 it's you, quite you, big in our you, house. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I love Storage Wars, you know. I mean, they're going to open up the storage unit where Grandma's dinette set has been for 25 years. And they may bid up to $50 on it. Who knows what? You know, I'm on the edge of my seat. I love that junk, you know. Yeah. But I hadn't. I mean, I'd, I've heard the words "you're fired" enough in my life, and I really didn't have the apprentice had the apprentice had no appeal. So I made myself watch it, and I realized. I mean, these people were voting for, supporting, considering voting for the character. I mean, they had the dancer preates. They had the dancer confused with the dance. They were voting for the character on television, not the person who played the character. They were voting for, you know, this, this. And then I started watching the character that that Trump plays, and the character is mildly endearing. I mean, he's a loony boss, and you wouldn't want him really as a boss, and yet you would kind of, because he's a great boss to have at the pub after you've left work. You know, where you go, you won't believe what he said today. (laughs) And everybody breaks up and you've got great stories and so on. And then when when, when Trump comes out of his sort of of bullying, uh, this kind of fake bullying for, for, for TV, and actually starts to give business advice, it is all that crap that's on posters in the break room, you know? I mean, sharpen your talons to grab a, every opportunity because the sun may not rise tomorrow unless you sell real estate today or whatever. You know, I mean, all that junk that, all that seize the day garbage. You know, that 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 that, that the the company puts up in the break room and uh, posters in the break room. That's him. You know, I mean, that's he spouts that stuff. You know, and it's all, you know true so far as it goes, you know. Well, uh,
1: true so far as it goes, you you pointed out in the article... Work
2: smarter, not harder, you know, that that kind of junk, you know. I was
1: going to say, in the article in which you said you were coming out, and it does feel like it was a form of coming out to vote for Hillary Clinton, you pointed out that she was a better real estate developer than he is.
2: Well, yes. She's I actually mean, more successful economically uh, than he's been. Only cost a couple hundred million to investigate that Whitewater thing that the Clintons <laughs> were involved in. I mean, Trump has gotten – to I mean, he's, he's – he's 900 million in personal bankruptcy and I forget what it is, 3.2 or 3.5 or something. Don't, don't fact check me, but a bunch of money um, that uh, – corporate – uh, bankruptcies of his. I believe there have been four of them. Yes, so actually she, she, she wins uh, on, the, uh, on, on the thing. But it wasn't until I realized that that, that they were confusing the, 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 the character. And of course this is the the, the the bad thing about reality TV and I began to think back and I thought well I actually believe those people were bidding $40 for Grandma's nut set on, on, on Storage Wars, didn't I? You know, you really do confuse the dancer with the dance on reality. That's the point of reality television. It's supposed to be reality, isn't it? I think we're going to have to...
1: My kids actually do watch Storage Wars, but I sense there's a level of incomprehension. It's it's a bargain hunt. It's a bit, you know, like buying, buying second-hand stuff and selling it on. Yeah, a sorry, storage. yeah sorry. Storage right, walls yeah. in case I, 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 you don't know.
2: Antique roadshow. I mean, yeah. Any of exactly. it, you know, it's... It, it, slightly it's slightly less soft.
1: classy than the antique roadshow.
2: Considerably <laughs> less classy. I mean, sure. these are self-storage units that have, that have been abandoned for good reason because the stuff in them is garbage. <laughs> and people bid ferociously against each other for but dozens are, of dollars.
1: There are two things that are that are raised by what you say. First of all, I don't for a second believe that the guy does storage home would make a good leader of the free world. So well, why, there is why, that, <laughs> isn't there, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. why might I? Yeah. And the other yeah. thing that you put your finger on there is what some people call post-truth politics. Which is why when it is pointed out, which it has repeatedly been pointed out, that he is not the character, the star of the apprentice. He's a guy who inherited a lot of money and lost quite a lot of it. Right. Why doesn't any of that stick?
2: Ah, <sighs> You know, I think that that here we come to a larger problem, and a problem with which you are not unfamiliar, which is a sort of, there is going on all around the world, there is a kind of rebellion, a revolt against the elites, if you will. There is a feeling that the elites have cocked things up, and that really almost anyone could do a better job, uh... You know, one of the problems with Trump, of course, is Americans are always saying, well, in America, anybody can become president, and, you know, we're setting out to attempt to prove that. <laughs> um, but, no, there really is this, this sort of rebellion, and, and I had a very interesting experience with this. I did uh, a piece about, uh, a radio piece for, for the BBC World Service uh, about uh, 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 New Hampshire, the New Hampshire primary. Just when Trump was really starting to get rolling here, uh, uh, Barney Roundtree was my producer, and we went around and did it and, and, and I felt, okay first, this is going out to people who are not americans, so i 've got to explain you know, everything basically um, but, but you know the primary system that we have but, but Trump, of course, most of all. Uh, and then not only is it going out to people who are not americans but it 's going out in many, in many cases to people for whom English is not their first language. so this has got to be clear i mean i 've got, I've, I've got to somehow i 've got to explain Trump so I interviewed a lot of trump supporters, and the w- first thing that surprised me was that, I, that that I liked them okay, and one particularly articulate person that I talked to owned a gas station and a towing truck and, a, and, and, and did some car repair stuff. He and his wife owned this business. And he was not angry, he was frustrated. And he said, I am just so frustrated with government. I, I, I He said, I, I have these gasoline tanks, petrol to you, uh, they're in the ground, and they've come to the end of their Age, and I cannot get the local and state and federal permits to remove these tanks, and I cannot get the local and state and federal. approval to put new gasoline tanks in and what am i supposed to do be standing around you know holding the gasoline in my cupped hands you know and he said and then there's all this paperwork that keeps arriving on me because you know the area behind my gas station has been declared a federal wetland or this thing and that thing and he said for instance with with obamacare with the health care proposal the affordable care act he said i can afford to pay my employees uh, uh to 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 pay the health insurance, he said, but but nobody in Washington seems to think that every time they come up with a bright idea, this giant stack of paper arrives on my desk. I don't have a legal department, I don't have a human services department, I don't have an accounting department. This is me and my wife, are running this business. And this is hours and hours and hours of this bump, you know, that, 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 I, that I have to go through. Okay. And I liked the guy so well that, I mean, we kept talking after I'd interviewed him, and I said, but, you know, electing a maniac fixes this how? <laughs> you know? And he laughed, and he laughed, and he said, I know. The guy is a vulgar, he's a loudmouth, he's a vulgar man. He's, I wouldn't want him around the house. I wouldn't want anything to do with him. But send him to Washington. That's what they've got coming, you know. Yeah. And I, was, oh, I don't know, how, you know. So you know. <laughs> can, can I confess that I am puzzled?
1: by the fact that you are puzzled by the Trump phenomenon in this respect, which is, I just go back through, you know, as it were, the P.J. O'Rourke bibliography. Isn't it all there? I mean, book one, Don't Vote It Just Encourages the Bastards, (laughs) Parliament of Whores, uh, Eat the Rich. Weren't you, book by book, describing, surfing perhaps the wave of anger, partly generating the anger by saying, look... Government is too big, government doesn't work for you, the politicians are on the take, uh, the economic system works for the rich. In a sense, if I'd not been to the United States at all and I'd simply read your work for 20 years, wouldn't I have known that there was a sort of Trump-shaped hole that (laughs) someone called Trump would fill?
2: Well, I think that anybody who, 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 who indulges in what I've been continually accused of starting in about first grade, of you're always tearing down, you're never building up, you know, Patrick, you know, okay. always putting people down, you know, why don't you ever have a positive suggestion, you know, well, <laughs> it's just not within my range of talents, I'm afraid, like <laughs> race car driving, you know, it wasn't just that I didn't have the car, I also didn't have any courage, any stamina, you know, that sort of thing, concentration, uh, yeah, I'm a. Yeah, and all of us who've made, made fun of politics over the years bear a certain, you know. I mean, have we infused the public with a, with a, a cynicism? Yes. Is that cynicism undue? Uh, I, I wish I could say yes. That would be. It would be a nicer world if I could say yes. Uh, and so, do we uh, weaken the system a little bit? Um, uh, so, that, are we letting stray dogs in, in, in the? In, into into the room uh uh, you know actually dogs or is is like like the debate about term limits i mean i've always been i felt a bit two two ways about term limits i mean do you want a dog who knows where the bones are buried or do you want a dog that will dig up the whole yard you know i mean it's you know the, the experienced politician versus amateur you know are we calling for that Yes, and so I... I, I you you I wrote, think, uh,
1: term limits aren't enough, we need jail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and then... And, Which in and the current Trump context and, is quite... Yes, sub-
2: and then Trump brought that very thing up last yeah. night, and I thought, you know, uh, poor, poor uh, uh, Secretary Clinton as, uh, you know, not a blameless person, but I don't... Actually believe that F- forgive me, Mike.
1: Mike you said my point to you was not really that you'd created it, because I mean, uh, I well, no, I mean, say that, I, yeah, But, yeah, that, but that, in a putting sense, putting myself above myself. To, uh, but I in a sense, that you'd obviously yeah. smelt it, you'd sensed it, you'd. Yes. You, you, the, the reason well, your what? books are so successful is not just because what they're I never, witty,
2: because you spotted the zeitgeist. What I never, never expected, though, was an inarticulate, completely inarticulate demagogue. Now, I mean, isn't the main point of being a demagogue, being able to sway the masses with your, this wonderful sort of rhetoric, and this guy can't put two sentences together, you know? So I guess, you know, uh, maybe you know, maybe a bunch of us, not me on the right, maybe John Daly on the left, and everybody else around, maybe we've made the case that government is, 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 is so bad that really anyone... Uh, but what mystifies me about Trump, really, is that the man reeks of bad character in every respect. It's not just that he's an amateur, it's not just that he's not knowledgeable about policy. I mean, his, 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 his judgment, his temperament, his, his, his poor impulse control, to put the kindest possible uh, 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 words upon it and, 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 and his utter vulgarity, his taste his taste, have you seen one of his buildings? I mean how could you possibly elect a man with taste like that to a place like the White House which is very pretty now you, you, know. <laughs> you must have a you of
1: course have a lot of friends who are like you a Republican, yes. so what is the best case for
2: Trump that you've heard? What's no, the safest, yes. the most rational case yeah. that you've heard? I mean, one of, the, one of the cases for Trump was that fellow that I interviewed, which wasn't really a case for Trump. It was more a case against the status quo. I did have... I did actually hear one not convincing argument, but, it, but, but, but an argument that where I... You know, there's the, 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 the kind of... Doubtless you heard them about Brexit. You know, there's the kind of argument where you... You smile and you nod, you know, and then there's the a kind of argument that you back away. <laughs> so, and there were both kinds of arguments. In fairness to Brexit, there were both kinds of arguments that could be made about Brexit. And, but I don't feel that there are both kinds of arguments that can be made about Trump, except a, a, a friend of mine, an old friend, a very well-educated man, a very accomplished man, Uh, uh, and and, uh, 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 he's a a devout Catholic. Uh, He and his wife have have, have, have adopted uh, 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 children from orphanages in China, children with with problems, with disabilities. Really a good guy. And he said to me, I'm going to vote for Trump. And I said, how can you vote for a man that kind of character? And he said, well, every president of the United States brings a few thousand people into them into office with them, not just their appointees, but their friends, their influencers, their pals in the press, their, 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 their political campaigners, all sorts of hanger-ons, hangers-on. And, and he says every president brings a couple thousand people into office. And he said the people Trump is going to, he's he's going to bring into office with him, a couple of thousand of fools, and they will get up to all sorts of, uh, of mischief, and, and they'll, they'll, they'll cheat on their expense accounts and their spouses and who knows what else they'll do, and at golf, uh, Dallas. <laughs> but, he said, the couple of thousand people that Hillary will bring into government with her, they all hate me personally. <laughs> So they hate me personally. They hate my religion. They hate my values, and they want to take all my money. And I had to smile and nod. Yeah. <laughs> say, you know, I well, take l- your point.
1: L- let's turn to Hillary a bit, though, yeah, because yes. in the, again, in the piece that you wrote about why you were going to back Hillary on the grounds that she was, quote, the second worst thing that can happen to this country, you also said she is to politics and statecraft. What Pope Urban the Eighth and the Inquisition were to Galileo.
2: <laughs> can, can I put it to you? You're not an enormous fan of Hillary Clinton's. No, no. And at that point, it wasn't that she thought that the that the sun revolved around the earth. She thinks everything revolves around her. Is her particular uh, error there? Yes, there is. Um, uh, you know, quite aside from 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 disagreeing with someone ideologically, there is. <laughs> The problem that you just don't like them, and and I have a little trouble actually putting my finger on why it is exactly that I don't like Hillary, I, and that I, so many I, others don't like. I mean, I yeah, think oh yes, I mean, if it were just me, I would take it some some quirk of personality. She and I are, are exactly the same age. We graduated from, from 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 we're within months of each other. We graduated from high school the the, the the same year. We actually went to high school about ten miles apart in suburban Chicago, so it's not like there's something cultural, you know, or I mean, she's absolutely utterly familiar. But she's just got that bossy, managing, know-it-all sort of, you know, you just feel like you're back on the prom decoration committee, and you don't know how the hell you got on the prom decoration committee anyway. You're trying to impress some girl or something, not her. And she's in charge, you know. And it is, you know, she's got it all down on a list, including what color balloons go in the basketball net, you know, and, and what the theme of the thing is going to be. And this year it's Hawaii. Hawaii night, and you better be on board with it being Hawaii night, or the rest of your life in high school will be hell, you know? I mean, it's just, it's just, whoa, you know? And, and we were talking earlier about her policy positions, and it isn't, I mean, it's one thing to to disagree with somebody's policy positions, but she will take a policy position, and she's got the details, she knows what she's talking about, and she's got the details of this thing, but she can kill any policy position with those details, you know. She did this, very early on when she was first lady and she proposed her own health care system uh, uh, idea, Care, uh, back in 1993, and it was one of those things where she said, you know, we're going to provide, we're going to make sure that everybody in America, uh, you know, has, has adequate health care. And you're thinking, well, you know, that's a broad and interesting proposition. Let's hear about it. And then about five minutes into hearing about it from her, you're going, Let, let's not hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you 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 have all the corners nailed down on exactly how this would is just numbing about her. Do you and think that, she's actually a bad person? Oh, I, I mean, there do are, not. There I are plenty no. of people who genuinely no, no, think that no. she
1: ought to be in jail or at least on trial no, for those no. emails. Well, I do think, think that, that they, she's corrupt. She takes money from state. Well, Western corrupt. Sources. I mean, she's
2: a poli- you know she's a politician. She, of course, she's corrupt. You know, but I mean. But bit, not in any sort of actionable way, I don't think. But, I mean, the, the, the Clinton political machinery is a rather unpleasant thing to watch, and in, in particular the, um, uh, the Clinton Foundation, you know, take, take, taking donations from, you know, this bloody dictator and, you know, that disgusting, uh, 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 this chic and, 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 and not, you know... They took government from the money, money from the government of Algeria, you know. And uh, meanwhile, she's Secretary of State, you know what I mean. And this is like, you know, giving. I mean, the conflicts of interest here are so large they had to be weighed on Chris Christie's bathroom scale, you know I mean. It's, so yeah, I've got my objections to her. On the other hand, I, while I've never met her personally, I know a lot of people who have and who have worked with her. Um, she is apparently works well with other people uh, uh she 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 worked well with w- with other people in the senate uh she was a very good friend to the state that she represented to new york state um she was very she worked very hard to make sure that new york state got all the aid and compensation and so on that it needed in the, in, in the aftermath of 9-11 um, she apparently she can be funny personally she, she, but but uh, she is. I, I, I know a reporter who was on a plane with her during some campaign stop in the middle of Bill's misbehavior, and they got in some terrible weather, and everybody was terrified on the plane. And and and, and Hillary says, "If you've been married to Bill, this is nothing." <laughs> so and then, you know. Uh, but she she just isn't good at what she does. she just remind we my 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 kids have all gone to a, a little school that is much too interested in amateur theatrics. you know Some of you may be familiar with this you know i mean really put on i mean Shakespeare by third graders <laughs> but, Please. You know, yeah. yeah and there was this one girl at the school who by just, you know, by force of will and by the fact that her mother taught at the school and, in a, and more force of will and in a and large personality, was determined to star in each of these things. And she was just terrible. She just wasn't any good at it, you know. And you, you thought, you, you know, they're not doing her any favors let, letting her do this. You know, she's not going to find out till she's 35. And Hillary apparently isn't going to find out until she's 85 that she just isn't any good at this, you know. She, Maybe she should have stuck to a point of office or something. I don't know.
1: In just a second, I want to open up to the audience to ask you oh. some questions. But I just want to broaden out again. You mentioned Brexit a couple of times. Yeah. And the sense you had, I think, when you were looking at New Hampshire doing that primary, the sense that when you examined Brexit, you were here, for, of course, for the 2015 election. Yes. That there is a wider phenomenon here of a rejection of the elites and anger with the rich and so on. Do you
2: connect these two? Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I do. Yeah, we we, we we touched on that point, but we, we didn't go, go far enough on this. Yes, the sort of global revolt against the elites, there is this feeling that the elites have kind of messed up things. And I think it stems from, I mean, certainly it stems from the chaos in the Middle East. The elites did not do a great job of like fixing the root causes of the chaos and the elites are really not doing a very good job on dealing with the effects of that chaos and then you think well you know they're they're not being jostled in the halls of the European Parliament you know and they, they, the refugees aren't building shacks and putting up their tents on, on the tennis courts at the elites private clubs you know people are, are mad about this but a lot else is going on too it's economically you know we're not in a bad place economically, but we 're at a worrisome place. It sort of seems sort of econo- the, the economy 's unstable it 's been a, a spotty comeback from 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 the great recession we 're in the middle of this this digital revolution, which is as causing as much dislocation as the industrial revolution did uh, and you know we know our dark satanic mills how how bad certain parts of the industrial revolution were, even though they were a net good or they will be a net good for the human for human beings until the planet fries. But at any rate, you know, I mean, up till then, it's, you know, it, it's made a lot of people healthier and happier and live longer and so on. And, and the digital revolution is even more complicated than the industrial Rev- revolution. At least the industrial revolution was linear. It was railroad tracks, basically, and and then how surprised could you be by an automobile once you'd seen a locomotive? I mean, it's just a locomotive off the railroad tracks, right? So, so the, the, you could sort of see where the industrial revolution was going. The digital revolution has been all over the place, and all sorts of surprises—some pleasant, some otherwise. You know, if you put this together w- 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 globally, you, you start to see this, 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 this populist rebellion popping up, not just in places like Brexit and Donald Trump but in, in, in less comically in, in people like Marine Le Pen in France, and tragically in people like Putin. Putin is a sort of populist leader and, and, and a much more effective demagogue than Donald Trump will ever be. And, and, and he, you know, he's telling the Russian people, no, you know, the elites were all those screwballs that, 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 that ran Russia after the fall of the Soviet Union. Now I'm getting rid of all that corruption. Even someone like uh, Xi Jinping, uh, in neo-Maoism, there's an element of the populist, the cleaning up corruption. In China, there's this terrible Duarte person who has been elected uh, a president of the Philippines, murderous man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then there are things, you know, which seem from the outside rather mystifying, like the Colombian uh, plebiscite rejection of the peace treaty to end a war that's been going on for 50 years. Now, and when you, you were describing so um, Brexit earlier, you said there were effectively two sorts of arguments that you can have
1: with people who don't agree. Those where you kind of listen and nod along and those where you sort of yeah. pull back. So where were
2: you on Brexit? How would you have voted if you'd had a vote? Um, geez, you know, I don't know, because I, I, the, 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 more ra- the more rational arguments, I mean, coming from a nation of immigrants, the anti-immigrant side of Brexit just doesn't make sense. I mean, apparently it does make sense to Americans. Someone was asking me about this earlier, and I said, how can you say that you know, you're an American and so anti-immigrant doesn't? You Americans are terrible. I said, yeah, but we're only allowed to be terrible to the most recent group of Im- immigrants. You know, the, the, the Latinos, yes, yeah, we, 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 we can be uh, terrible to them. Um, but but the, the Chinese have had their turn, the, and, and we're not allowed to make fun of them anymore. So we only, only the most recent group. of It was the Irish for a while, you know, then it was the Italians, it was the Jews for a while. You know, and, it's, and it's sort of the Latino's turn at the moment for, for, for us to make fun of. But, no, the, the anti-immigrant stuff uh, obviously was nonsense. What I don't have a real feel for is how positively annoying in day-to-day life... Uh, unelected European bureaucratic mudslide, uh, how that actually, how and whether and to what degree that actually bothers you. And you know, I I mean, I actually read the European Constitution, the one that even the French voted down. No, and, and it, it's huge. It's the size of a London phone book when there were London phone books, you know. And, I mean, it got right down to things like what what goes into sausage meat and offal. It has a section on sausage and offal. This is your constitution. Your constitution has a section on sausage and offal? PJ, nobody's supposed to read this stuff. Oh, God, guy. No, ah. obviously not, you know. It was, um, so I can't. I can't speak to that part of uh, of the argument. I did hear from a financier that I know who told me, he, he, he he's an Australian guy with dual citizenship, so he got to vote on the question. And he said he voted for Brexit, and I said, I, I'm really surprised, I thought all you financial people were, were very against that, and he said, well, yeah, short term, I, I, it will be painful. He said, but I, he, his reasoning was that he is so pessimistic about the future of the EU, that he felt it was better to cut ties now and, and rather than be tethered to that sinking ship. Now, whether he's right or not, I, I you know, have absolutely no uh, idea. And just finally on that, before we open out,
1: in terms of the reaction in the U.S. to that vote, clearly you can't generalize across anybody, but the people you respected, the people you got on with, were they saying, well, good for the Brits that broke no, them free, we were just scratching our head. Or saying, what the hell? You know? You know?
2: We couldn't quite figure out what we, you were doing in the European Union in the first place, and then we couldn't figure out why you left. And it was like, really, you know, it was, it really, it was like watching, watching your teenage kids date, you know? <laughs> what would she see in him? Why'd they break up? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, so that, there wasn't much of a visceral reaction in the ah, United States.
1: <laughs> that is the perfect moment to uh, open up. But first of all, ladies and gentlemen, let's say thank you to PJ Rock. Now, as ever, we've got a number of microphones. Do the people who are having microphones want to wave their arms in the air? There's one over there, for example. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take uh, three in a a go, in a little group, if I can, and then give PJ the chance to respond. But keep your arms up just because it allows the people with the microphones to come and identify. So there's number one. Thank you very much. Lovely.
0: Uh, Hi. Um, I just thought, you know, you said something about Hillary Clinton being very bossy. Um, I just want to know if you thought that was something that powerful women... Under criticism ah, I got,
2: that, I got that very question on a very subject. Yes. Ah. Look, look. I didn't have any trouble with Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> just hold us that thought for two seconds. We'll
1: take the other two and then yeah. you can sum up. Number two, over
2: there. Hi,
1: PJ. I just wanted to ask you, during the first um, Trump-Hillary deb- debate, um, Trump referred to Sean Hannity several times. <laughs> And I was wondering, what does it say about, um, I guess, um, U.S. politics, that someone who's only ever been, to all intents and purposes, a chat show host can have so much influence on...
2: Only, I'm sorry, I just missed that last part. That,
1: um, that his experience only seems to have been as a chat show host. Right. This right. is Sean Hannity. Yeah. Um, that what, uh, how is it he has this kind of influence on a potential president and also on the... A um, wider Republican voting populace. Lovely. Let's t- where's number three gone? Over there. Thank you very much.
2: There's a report in the Daily Telegraph website this evening that there's footage of Donald using the N word. Oh, Lord. really?
1: Yeah. Can he get out of that? Wow. wow. Yeah. Well, we've not seen it. So, so this is uncontroversial. We've got bossy women, we've got the N word, not controversial, and we've got uh, the US media. Pick where
2: you'd like to begin. Well, I just, you know, let's begin with with the first because, I, you know, I, I, I guess I, I, I shouldn't ever use the word bossy with someone who is a woman because apparently that sets people off, you know. If I were talking about a bossy guy, everybody would go, yeah, I know him, you know. Uh, but the, uh, I, as I say, I, 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 Margaret Thatcher was fine with me. She may not have been fine with all of you, but we were looking at the situation over here and we thought they 're getting a spanking, and that 's what they deserved <laughs> but anyway uh, no i, 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 I don 't think the, 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 the key to the unpleasantness here is the, is the, the the absolute determined focus to manage everything for everybody it 's the I know what 's good for you better than you know what 's good for you side of, of of politics that she just seems to be an avatar of and and and, and it 's I do not. I I honestly don't think that it has anything to do with gender. I think you could could change her gender and she would be just as bad. We've all seen men who are just as bad at what she does as she is. I really don't think that it has. And I I, I got that question in a nastier form, a louder, nastier form in in, in Australia, and I said, you don't know anything about me. I may be gender fluid. You may be talking to a woman, you know. (laughs) And that caused the questioner to stomp out of the r- yeah. room. You no, heard no. it here first. No. Now, the question yes.
1: over there was, about, yeah. was specifically about Sean Hannity. Yes. But I guess actually it was a broader question, really. Which yeah, is it was. The I role mean, he, in which the U.S. media, particularly talk shows, particularly Fox on TV, now matters. Well,
2: those are, I think, a little, little bit of a separate question. But when, when, the, only, when the main influence upon a candidate... Is somebody who, as you say, is nothing but a talk show host. That's not a real good sign, you know. I mean, I, you know, I I may have agreed with, with with a lot of what Reagan wanted to do, but 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 Ron never called me. I mean, he had smarter people than me to talk to about this stuff. Hey, PJ, what do you think? You know, I, mean, I think we should, you know. Uh, so when, when, like, the deepest intellectual that, 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 that a candidate can connect with is a talk show host, you know, is essentially a sort of Jerry Springer of, 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 of politics. you know. So how's the
1: intelligence citizen going to deal if it turns out to be true uh, that Donald Trump has now used the – or did in the past use the N-word –
2: yeah i mean uh it, it, it fits doesn't it i mean why you know i mean if he's going to be so vulgar on every other sub- subject why should he not be vulgar in, in, in that respect i mean i really do think i think he's going to lose you know i, I won't say hillary will win because that will jinx it because i've been so wrong um but but i do think he's going to lose he was you know th- before um, um the latest horrible stuff. Uh, he was already slipping in the polls. He was four to five percent behind nationally, and, all, and about the same amount behind in important swing states. in you know, in our endlessly complicated American electoral system, um, uh, incomprehensible to man. I'm not going to start in trying to to make it otherwise. But uh, 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 you know, I, 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 so I think that this was all, all already happening, and and and, and ev- events have just helped it along.
0: Yeah. In. The 50s and 60s, when the conservative movement seemed headed for tragedy, people like Bill Buckley said they would stand athwart history and reverse it, and they did. Now that it's no longer a tragedy, it's a farce, do you think anyone on the right can revive it and make it, a viable, make it viable on the national stage again?
2: Oh, sure. You know, I mean, it's the thing with uh, the sort of broad-based political parties that the United States has. I mean, Britain has fairly broad-based, by European, by continental standards, you have fairly broad-based political parties yourself, but American political parties really just aren't political parties at all. I mean, political parties have an ideology, they have a a structure, Uh, you elect their leaders, you you have a card that you carry around, you can be thrown out, you know, uh, uh, you pay dues. None of this is true of American political parties. American political parties are, it's a Venn diagram, you know, it's, it's two big circles. Sometimes they barely touch, you know, and sometimes the overlap is so much that, I think it was Alexander Coburn, great, 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 late great leftist uh, 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 British writer who said um, uh, that America has two political parties and just like American, or, uh, excuse me, America is a single party state. And just like Americans, they've got two of them, you know. And so, you know, there is is that. The the Republican Party was destroyed and buried, ruined and rubbished by uh, Watergate and and, and Nixon and and, and the, the unelected. President Jerry Ford pardoning Nixon and, and, and all the news media in America was filled with sort of op-ed th- things about how there will never be a Republican party again uh, you know, they'll never hold any sway or power and so it, 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 four magic years of Jimmy Carter and back it came you know, I mean, so, well, was, you know so I'm personally I'm looking to, to Hillary Clinton to be Jimmy Carter in a pantsuit basically <laughs> and, uh, you know.
1: uh, and on that Will she be treated anything like as well as Jimmy Carter was or will if she... she's elected? If Hillary Clinton is elected, will the right just continue as they have with Obama, just trying to, as it were, throw Washington into chaos? Or is there any prospect at all of bipartisanship returning?
2: Hillary Clinton has is, 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 is spent a long time closely observing and participating in practical politics. I think it's actually, in fact, one of the reasons that that, that, that I don't like her uh, is that I think she will probably be a more effective leftish chief executive than President Obama has. President Obama is, uh, uh, everybody likes him, and yet he does not reach out, not only does he not reach out to people in opposition to him, he has been reluctant uh, uh, and... and, and Scanty in the amount of outreach that he has exercised toward his own side, uh, he doesn't fraternize, he doesn't shake hands, he doesn't engage in log rolling. Um, uh, Hillary Clinton is somebody I think she'll actually be a pretty effective president, uh, which, and 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 I think that there's also a possibility that, that that some of the things that she will do as president will not be things that that, that, that upset me. I mean, I think that she abs Actually, possibly, might be able to work with the Republicans. America's tax America's tax system is badly in need of reform. The thing is, you just 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 on the on the forget the fairness aspect of it. On the complexity, the thing is is a gajillion pages long. You know, and it's it's a, you know, beyond a certain point. As we all know from trying to get airline fares, beyond a certain point, complexity is fraud. You know, and, 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 the, and the U.S. tax code certainly you know, rises to that.
1: Okay, number one over there. Thanks,
2: PJ, thank you. Um, this has been a slow car crash to observe for the last 12 months. Yes. This election, there are yeah. four weeks left. How, how low can Trump go? How bad can this get? Uh, Actually, I think it's getting better. You know, I mean, you wouldn't know it perhaps from debates and so on, but I I honestly think that that it is getting better. I think that the American public is finally, it's finally dawning on people that however tempting it is to send a complete jerk to Washington as a protest against everything that's going on down there. And it is a temptation that not this jerk, Okay, let's pick some other jerk. You know, I mean, you know, there are plenty of jerks available. You know, let's 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 take one. Let's take a jerk, a jerk of better character. Uh, I I I I think that Trump the man is is you know is 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 being revealed for who he is, and so I think that I think I think the worst is over. I think there is a little um, uh, glimmer of dawn on the on on the horizon.
1: We have a question here. Was there one at the back there as well? So let's take those two together. Yours?
0: We watch and see what Trump does, and then, unbelievably, he kind of does something worse the next day. And then you cut to his supporters, and they kind of go, oh, well, no-one died, it's fine, he's a hero, you know, on we go. Do you think that America is now divided down two lines, and they're going to just, you know, obviously there will be people who just support him pretty much whatever he does, or do you think there genuinely are still people whose votes are up for grabs? And if there are, who are they?
2: Polling tells us, at least, that there are quite a few people whose votes are, are, are still up for grabs. Um, the, the, the Trump supporters' um, uh, uh, resistance to judging Trump on his merits, of which there are none, you know. Uh, It comes down in part to this, let's loop back to that rebellion against the elites. Now one of the things that there has been tremendous scorn for and fun made of Trump and indeed, indeed Trump supporters, and when you are angry at the establishment, and you see the establishment not, not not just disagreeing with your candidate, but mocking your candidate. There is an element that says, no, they're mocking me. They're mocking me. All these people at the New York Times going on and on about how, how this, this is impossible, this horrible person cannot possibly be president. They're saying that I am so, you know, because I support him. You know, they're looking down on me. It's all these fancy college-educated people and you know, i'm the one doing the hard work you know and they're looking down at me and so there was in a, 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 almost every time you went out to make fun of trump you increased his support because people were feeling scorned you know and when, when when people feel that they are outsiders you cannot convince them by mocking them and you can't convince them by mocking their their position he, he, we had to either wait for what seems I hope, to have happened for the guy's head to explode, you know. Or we had to take, you know, some sort of other approach to, to, to this and say, well, you know, let's, let's look at it from this angle or, you know, maybe this is a good reason to vote for the Libertarian Party or maybe, anyway, the scorn does not, when, when people feel scorned to heap scorn upon them Going to work.
1: Number one over there, and number two, have you got someone in mind there? Uh, come to number two in a second, and number four at the back over there. So we'll start on the uh, Why did Bernie Sanders fail to galvanise American disillusion? Why did Bernie? Should we collect a couple? Yeah, let's take number two here. As there's clearly a whole wall of other re- revelations that can come out between now and November the 8th, is the Hail Mary option, where they simply, the College of Electors simply say, although you put the name Trump on, we're actually going to hand the vote over to Pence. Is that a reality? Okie dokie. Yep, another back. What's your position on the Supreme Court nomination? And how much do you think Republicans are biting their tongue and getting behind Trump because of that? These are magnificently is a good, good questions and also very, very concise. Yeah. So very good. Let's move. First of all, why, why did Bernie Sanders fail, as it were, to do what Trump did? Arguably, he did, didn't he? But just not quite well enough.
2: Yeah, he came darn close. And, and, and to me, Bernie Sanders, is, Bernie Sanders is Donald Trump for people who are still living in their parents' basement. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, he, he, too, is a protest vote. And and he came, but I mean, if you think about it, he came really in a hair's breath of, of succeeding. Here is somebody who has been done nothing since 1992, except get ready to be president of the United States, you know, making friends, talking to Goldman Sachs. That was my other point. Yes. I now remember about corporations in American politics. It's not like it's just the Republicans. That wasn't a Republican talking to Goldman Sachs for, you know, big money. Uh, the, 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 the corporations will back whoever. They'll back them both.
1: $675,000 Hillary took from Goldman's for one speech.
2: I'd give them two. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> well, See, if we can fix that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Bernie Sanders, if you think about it, coming from absolutely nowhere, a man utterly devoid of charisma uh, with a, a, an ideology that the Berlin Wall fell on. You know, <laughs> And he comes within an ace of getting the nomination from, from, from this woman who is this, this, with this enormous political machinery with tremendous will and determination. And I mean, one of the things that mystifies me most about, about Hillary, it's not, not something I dislike her for, but it just mystifies me, is I, I, was, I was talking to a group of students in the United States, and I was saying, You know, yesterday I flew from Boston to Kansas City. What was that? I was whipped. I needed a drink, you know. I flew from Boston to. I sat there in a plane. That's all I did, and I was exhausted. She's the same age as I am. She is running around like a nut, you know. What I mean, so she's like a hamster in an exercise wheel. How does she do this? You know, I mean, and why does she do this? You know, I mean, they they have enough money just a speech at Goldman Sachs. So anyway. Yes, Bernie was the, the the flip flip side of this, and not being as personally objectionable a person, and not standing a, 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 a you know an ice cube's chance in hell of actually getting elected, even if he got nominated, he, he hasn't attracted the the. Um... And plus, we all have, you know, even old crusty old right wingers, myself, have a certain sort of. You know, we have a certain sort of sentimental fondness for the for the old, old, old left. You know, so, so <laughs> you're way. a Jeremy Corbyn fan. Aren't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I go that far, but I mean, you know, the ones that are, the ones that are still arguing about Trotsky. <laughs> it's, it's sort of endearing, really. You know, it's kind of you know, it takes us back to Rick and Casablanca. You know. Now, the question there was
1: about a hail Mary. You better first of all explain what a hail Mary pass is in American football for people
2: who don't know. It's like a last chance sort of thing. The quarterback's been pushed back and back and back and back and back and so he just like heaves the ball downfield in hope that saying a little prayer and hope that somebody's out there to catch it that's on his team. You know, yeah, and the uh, equivalent
1: here is thought to be that you replace Trump at the very last minute with
2: Pence on the ticket.
1: Possible? Thinkable?
2: Wise? Probably uh God. You know it, it would take a constitutional you better ask Barack Obama he's a constitutional lawyer you know there's that, what, what, there's, there's constitutional law involved about how the college of electors works and i uh, i have never been so bored as to actually look it up <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there's just, uh, the, it's, I think it's one of those things like the, the queen dissolving parliament, you know, just apropos of nothing because she feels like it. She just said, oh, enough of you people, <laughs> I'm dissolving parliament. I mean, she has the theoretical right under the British system to do that, but i it's been a long time since any royal pulled that stunt, you know. So, so I think while that, that could, could happen in theory, the actual likelihood is n- nil. There was a question about the Supreme
1: Court nominations because Trump has published a list, hasn't he? He's actually told us the names yeah. that he would
2: um, consider. And Hillary has said, okay. obviously, stopping that is a vital thing. Well, it is an important question, and again, it's you know, part of the oddity of the American political system. We have these three branches, and, 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 and you really have no equivalent to this. I mean, you did once. Uh, when, when the House of Lords was, had, had its full power, it acted as a sort of supreme court uh, 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 here. Uh, but, um, uh, I mean, basically, you're parliament. You have a good, solid majority in parliament. You know, and if, if there's a, if they can pass a law that everybody has to own a cat and that's it, you know. There's no further appeal. I mean, the only thing you can do is keep that cat until the next election (laughs) and throw the idiots out (laughs) and the cat. (laughs) Anyway, so we do have this, you know, these nine old nags and black (laughs) moo-moos who decide (laughs) whether uh, uh, what we do is, is, is constitutional. And as somebody who is a fan of limited government who would like to see government to be less intrusive, uh, 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 have a smaller scope, uh, uh, be less expensive, Uh, uh, as a fan of limited government, I have a feeling that Hillary will nominate uh, 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 justices who don't agree with me about that. And many uh, Republicans have made that their strongest argument in favor of Trump. And I just think that if you put he, the power of the presidency together with the, 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 the evidence of his character, that um, I'm just going to have to live with some Supreme Court justices that, that that I don't like so well. It's not it's not the end of the earth. I mean, it's not like they're they're completely untethered and can do any damn thing that they want. You know, I mean, they they have to work by the rules too, even if they.
1: We've got time just for a handful of others. I think the microphone's sure, 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 making its way down there. Number one over there, there's someone over here. Number two, do you want to do the lady in the middle of that row there, please? So number one, have you got your microphone now? Yeah.
0: Does the, um, does the adage that um, electors get the leaders they deserve hold true in this election?
1: Yeah, let's, let's take the last one and then we'll, we'll, we'll wind up. Yep, yeah, there we go. Me? Yeah. yeah. If you go the my, I'm sorry, I was putting it up, but there we are. Yes.
0: I'm just wondering who would have been your choice, I, out of the hundreds of people on the stage at the uh, Republican debates, who, who would have been your poster boy?
1: Yeah. Do we get the leaders we deserve, and who would be your choice?
2: Yeah. And let's do that in reverse order, uh, uh, because uh, Rand Paul, I probably would have been my choice. I like him. I, I, libertarian. I, yeah, he's sort of libertarian, conserv- libertarian-ish conservative. Um, r- the thing is that that, that that Rand Paul just, boy, you know, talk about Hillary not being any good at politics. Rand is running a close second. You know, I mean, just, you know, first place he looks like he cuts his own hair. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm all in favor of everybody being able to do anything that they want in their personal life. You know, I don't recommend cutting your own hair. You know, He's such a nice guy, you know, and it's, it's fun to talk with him. Um, but, you know, I went to interview him, and I realized after I'd been with him for an hour that all we had done is have this, like, poli geek chat uh, about the Federalist Papers, You know, because one of the writers of the Federalist Paper, Hamilton, of of, of music, you know, who has got that... Got show in, on Broadway now. He said, really had a great career for somebody who's been dead for all that long. Anyway, to the Hamilton, Hamilton actually wrote an essay in the Federalist Papers arguing against the Bill of Rights. Uh, 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 you know, that Americans hold so sacred because he said once a government mentions, even mentions a right, it implies that they have some role in that right. Let's let let's not let our government even mention. Our rights, and Rand Paul was saying well, it's a good thing we did write him down, or we 'd have nothing <laughs> so, you know I thought anyway, I liked him you know he's, and maybe he'll he 'll grow taller and get a better haircut
1: and the leaders we deserve do we get? oh,
2: let us hope not, let us hope that we don 't get the leaders we deserve <laughs> that probably would be Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, PJ- We've been a very, very naughty nation. I, I, I'm kind of really asking people not to, to you know, don't, don't, don't think of us. I mean, a lot of, a lot has been learned about mental illness, and, and we're beginning to realize that it <laughs> has physiological causes, of brain chemistry. And so, so don't think of us as bad. Think of us as sick. You know? <laughs> I just want to end
1: by uh, by quoting you at you and see what you think. Parliament of whores, you say right at the beginning of it, I'm a journalist, I'm absolved of responsibility. We journalists don't have to step on the roaches, what we would call cockroaches of course. All we have to do is turn on the kitchen light and watch the critters scurry. Have things ever got bad enough? Have they in fact now got bad enough that you have thought actually just switching on the light isn't enough? I should be more active. Yeah, I, I, sh- wanna, I wanna, should be
2: treading on those roaches. Yeah, I want to step on this cockroach, I, I, I must admit. But it is nonetheless the beauty of journalism that uh, you are free from responsibility. I told you about it. <laughs> Your problem now. <laughs> that's, that is, that's the fun part of being a journalist.
1: So Hillary can run. She's the same age as you. So- Never tempted to run for office? Oh,
2: gosh, no. I've done some terrible things in my life, but nothing that bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and Um, gentlemen, PJ Roy.
0: Thank you for listening. You can download more Intelligence Squared podcasts free on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you'd like to find out more about our events, sign up to our newsletter at intelligencesquared.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter.